0: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin,
1: you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Friday, episode 706 of Coach Unplugged. Gotta remember where I am here. Big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, make sure you go over, buy one right now. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. Resources, handouts, one-on-one calls, office hours, my personal email. Literally, I answer more emails than a human should ever. Um, I am here to help and serve. So go over and check it out before prices increase. So today, again, we're going to talk about the Princeton offense with John, why the Princeton can be run by any type of player in any place. Um, I just think you're going to love it so much. And if you're loving this and you want to get in a deep dive and you want to learn from the guru, that's John Wheeler, go over and uh, sign up at teach hoops, Princeton, teach hoops, Princeton. So teach hoops, which is me, Princeton, one word, so www.teachhoopsprinston.com. And um, if you're listening to this in the future, Go over, sign up next time he does. He only does a couple of these masterclasses. He agreed to do it for all of our listeners, and I really do appreciate that. Um, So go over and listen to that. Uh, You will love it. All right, let's head off to the podcast. All right, last day that we're going to talk about the Princeton coach. So what are we going to talk about today?
0: So, uh, you know, I I think one of the the biggest places coaches get hung up is I don't have the players to run it. I can't run it with my group. (laughs) A lot of coaches will... This is, I mean, for me, it's a pet peeve. As coaches will every... Um, every year, they'll change their offense completely. And and we like to have a continuity. Um, And princetons it's not a rigid offense. It's just not, you know, you can always adjust it and change it to mold it to your players or you can mold your players to it. Um, And and so uh, that's one of the big problems is is I don't think my players can run it. I don't have the – they're either not good enough or they're too good.
1: Or they won't want to. So I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, so let's play devil's advocate. Let's say I go in and in October I tell the guys because we didn't have a summer this summer really, yep. and I go, hey guys, we're gonna we're gonna dump what we ran before and we're gonna run the Princeton. Yep. Here we go. And they're gonna look at me like I'm literally a Martian. Yeah, because, go, hey.
0: because nowadays they all know what it is ahead of time.
1: Right. Like, yes. oh, that's that passing, cutting
0: stuff, coach. Oh, I ain't doing
1: that. Like, and I'm a dark <laughs> grad. They're gonna like, you want to run Princeton? You know, they'll yeah. make some stupid jokes. You'll, you'll
0: have you have two camps. A lot of the players who don't get to touch the ball is like, yeah, we get to touch the ball now. And a lot of players, your best players, the ones that's the hard sell. Okay. And and so, so you, so it, let's let's say you are running into that problem. You want to run it. You're like, I don't know if my best. I don't know if my I don't know if this kid or this kid is going to buy in. If they don't buy in, no one else will buy in. And this is what I tell them if depending on the offense they've run in the past, the other, Hey, uh, this one, I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell um, Justin, I'll say, Hey man, say, listen, on the other team scouting report, you're our best player. They take you away and they take Nick away. Um, you know, now what are we going to, they're going to make the other three of us beat us. But what happens it, it's, this is this, um, did you watch the last dance coach with, with Jordan?
1: I have, I haven't watched
0: yeah. all of it. So I, gonna... yeah, I've watched it twice. Okay. And one of my favorite parts was in the beginning there, um i think it was episode two or three okay i did watch those this is this is when tex went when so everyone they, they weren't running the triangle in, in the in the 80s and yeah. then when i hired phil jackson jackson and tex Winter had to go to michael jordan so we don't know if michael's gonna do this so we've got it we got to explain to michael because if michael doesn't want to do it we're not doing it we're just we don't you know he's michael <laughs> yeah. jordan right and what phil jackson told him and tex Winter, what they said was listen if we keep doing this, this, this uh, Jordan rules is never going to go away. What the Pistons are doing to you in the '80s, everyone, the Knicks are going to do to you in the '90s, and everyone else. Right. So they're just going to gang up on you. But if yeah. we can, if we can get the other players involved, and you can show confidence in your team, and we can let them play with the ball and you not dominate it, we can take all those double teams, those hard fouls away. For, we can keep the defense honest by you know making them guard everyone else, and that's going to free you up as our best player. All right to to take over the game, so you know the ball is always going to come back and find you because you're our best player. Right, and and everyone knows that. Everyone knows who the best players and the scores. Everyone goes to say, listen, okay, okay, nope, let me pass down. Oh, great, now, all right, now now Sarah's got the ball. Right. We can all last go to town and score, and um and, and that's how we sell it to our best players. It, it's going to free them up because they can use the offense when they want to use the offense. But your best players are going to be able to deviate. And and create their own. Well,
1: this is it's the physical part too. With Jordan, he was getting the crud sure. beat out of him. I call it the Giannis rule because yeah. Giannis Giannis ain't getting the LeBron Michael calls right now. Like he's not. If yeah. I'm a Bucks fan, obviously, but yeah. he's not getting those calls. They got to run the balls in his hands so much that they're just yeah. literally they're flopping when he gets off the bus trying to take yeah. a charge on
0: it. Yeah, I, I would I would love to see Giannis run run uh, triangle. Yeah, run Princeton, right?
1: Something weird. Yeah.
0: This, is, this is kind of cool offbeat a little bit, but Princeton and Triangle, you, you actually teach them the same way and they're both very similar, except Princeton's going to do more for your role players than even Triangle. Well, Triangle, your, your best players, they're still getting your role players their shots. I think the system that Princeton um, is designed to do is to help your role players out even more. And, and, and your next thing is going to be, okay, well now I've sold it to my best player, but my other players just aren't good enough. And <laughs> yeah. one of the, so one of the best quotes ever uh, was from my mentor when I was an assistant, he said, he, I heard him tell our, JV coach at the time. He's like, well, coach them coach. Right. That's that, and that's what we do. We're in the player development business.
1: We and, are. And he, okay, so, 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 so let's go on. Let's go. The bucks obviously have another all-star and some really sure. good players, but let's say I got a stud yep. and then I got a bunch of role guys can yeah. I run the Princeton with one stud and a bunch of roll guys and win? Yeah,
0: and I, ha- I actually had that one year. My, my, uh, I had that one year where I was afraid. I was like, well, he's he's, head and he's our He was actually our only returning varsity player. Okay. And I'm like, he's going to not trust these guys that's never played varsity before, and he's going to try taking over games. I'm going to fight this all year. What actually happened was, because he would run the offense for four years, is he's like, hey, if I give the ball up, it's going to come back to me. These guys know. And he would get his shots regardless. But what it did was it, it allowed the defenses couldn't gang up on him. We'd put him on the wing and they'd try to double team and we'd send them back door and we'd do a couple things. And, and they couldn't do that because now they're not guarding kid and we get easy stuff. Um, so for your, your studs gonna be fine because everyone knows he's your 20-point, you know, or she's your 20-point uh, a game player. Everyone knows the ball, she's gonna get hers, he's gonna get his. But what it does is is now in practice we really we hammer skill work like like you wouldn't believe um, we spend no less than 30 minutes a day working on skill work in our two-hour practice really uh, yeah we, we'll, we'll start out ball handling uh, we don't spend now we actually this is kind of a I really kind of like this I heard a Princeton guys do they don't <laughs> stretch during their practice they think if you want to stretch stretch in the locker room um, but we come right out with our ball handling stuff then we get right into our passing stuff and we get right into our layups and then we're gonna, when we teach our guards to score. So we're doing a post or post work. We do it in our skill session. Okay. We do that with everybody. Guards learn to score on the post. So now we're teaching a guard who might be a role player, but maybe maybe our guards five nine, and the kids guarding them is five seven. But hey, you know how to score in the post. Now you got two inch advantage. You're a little bit more than a role player now in the post. So right. let's get you down there. And When you're down there, we're gonna make we're gonna do some movement, get the defense out of the lane for you, and see if you can go up and get a, in a bucket. And your role players are gonna learn within this offense where they can score, how they can score, where their shots are gonna come from. And if they're in a part of the offense, um, and they're like, okay, this isn't this isn't my spot, I'm gonna move the ball and move on to the next thing, and I'll just wait till the spot comes. And that's how your role players so really so, blind to so this. Game. Me.
1: So so just give me a generic so people know what you're talking about. Give me give me a two hour practice. How much you spend on? Um, how much you have okay. to spend on the offense?
0: Yeah, so let's. So this is a big thing. Coaches will, will tell me it's like, well, hey, I want to run this offense, but I'm not. I'm not practicing. I'm not working on the offense for 90 minutes of our of our two hour practice. Right. You know, and and that's I
1: can tell you that would be a yeah. concern. Yeah.
0: And Bill Carmody, when he was at Northwestern, um, he would say that it's like, you know, we work on our offense the entire practice. We don't work on defense at all. He would actually not. He "We're guarding each other all day, and we get it done." But they would work on their offense all day, and they were they were one of the best at it. But what you can't do it at that high school level, especially right. because you know the, the players you have. So what we do is, as I break our practice down into four quarters, first quarter is all skills. So we're doing okay. all of our skill work for the first thirty, even thirty-five minutes at the beginning of the year. Okay. We might knock it down to twenty-five by the end, but we're okay. always working on a skill works. Uh, We do layups for eight minutes a day, eight minutes of layups a day because we get layups. You'd be surprised um, when you watch our our Princeton team, we do our layups, and then you watch another team do their layup drills, you know, there's a difference in in how easily they finish and how fluid they are uh, when they move. Um, When I was a girls coach, we were doing layups for a week. We got really good in one week because how many layups we did in our skill session. Right. And then I come to watch the boys' freshmen because I was coaching the freshman uh, girls at that time. Then the freshman boys came in and the JV boys started doing the layups. I'm like, boy, they're really struggling with their layups. I think we got them here. Um, but we spend that thir- 30 minutes, we hammer our skills. The next 30 to 35 minutes is going to be offense. And okay. this is where we're going to break down um, the offense for the player. So, and what we do, we do, um, uh, how I call it, um, we stack our practices. So the skill work that we're teaching our players in that first 30, 35 minutes of practice, when we go into our offense, when they get to the, when they get to the parts in the offense, where it's time to score, we've already done that skill work in practice. Okay. So they're really doing that skill work for, in that first 30 minutes of practice. Then the next 30, when they're doing the offense they're doing the offense and the skill work. Okay. Cause they're getting the post yeah, they're doing they're the doing more
1: practice. than one thing. Yeah.
0: They're getting the same types of layups that we worked on the first part of practice. The next 30 35 is all defense. And we actually teach our, our defense with a very similar progression method that we teach our offense in.
1: And then that okay. last
0: that last 20-30 is up and down the floor. Now, this is where it um, you know, this is where we do our special situation, our transition. Okay. Um, and, but in the beginning of the year, Steve, we'll do we're, we're gonna again, we're gonna stack everything. So we're gonna do a, a five on, five on five rebounding. I'm gonna shoot the ball up. We got five guys on offense, five guys inside on defense. If they get an offensive rebound, go and play, get it, get a bucket and score. Defense is now gonna get the ball out and go up and run our run transition. They're gonna run whatever our transition is. Right. And then we're gonna say, hey, um, run low post, get the get the point back door, which is the first thing that we did in this in the, the offensive session of practice. Right. So where we did skills, the first 30 minutes and the skills within the offense, the second part this last part of practice, we're doing our transition. We are also – we're doing our transition, but we're also doing the same – we're finishing with the same offensive sets that we did early in the practice. So we're not doing our offense the entire practice, but we stack it so it, it, they are getting more reps.
1: Do you have to do um, – do you have to play man and play Princeton?
0: Uh, I would say if, if you're – actually, no, and, and if you're a zone team – if you if you love running you know, one three one two three and you don't and you don't do man to man at all, it's actually you're going to have to kind of help them a little bit. But you might see your offense work better early on, okay. Um, in practices because you might not have great man to man principles. You might you might just dumb it down. And say listen, hey, just stay between your man and the basket. Oh, don't yeah, let yeah, them cut your what face. What and it probably and, and, from a
1: teaching standpoint, it probably works better initially. Just from the from the de- yeah. defensive when you're running the offense. Yeah. I see what you're saying. And,
0: and, and I I tell you what. Um, for your players, I actually think sometimes Princeton works better with, better against better-taught defenses because the defense goes where they're supposed to do, then we can run some misdirection stuff or, or we right. have a way of moving them out of the lane. Now, if you're, if you're teaching against a, 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 a poor defensive team that's not as well disciplined, you might get some easier stuff early on, but, but maybe that, that, that uh, less disciplined team is a lot more athletic, so you have a whole separate type of problem.
1: Okay. And so, so last question before we dive into the other stuff, can I run this against a zone?
0: Yeah. And so one thing that you're going to, if you run Princeton and run it well, you're going to see zone. Now, if you're at the high school level without a shot clock, you know, um, and you build up a lead and they're saying, we're not doing that. We're going zone. Well, I've seen some coaches say, all right, we're just going to really slow it down now. Um, I like, I like running um, a basic zone offense. We didn't get too tricky with it, but Chin works very well against the zone because yeah. if everyone, everyone's very familiar with Chin, then let's just use a 2-3 as an example. So Chin starts with a two-pass reversal. right? And then it comes with a, a, what we call a shuffle cut, shuffle yep. screen, which is a back screen, yep. and then a drift screen. Yep. Uh, so if, you can, if, you're, if you're writing this down, if you're kind of drawing it out, so the two-pass reversal, what does the, the, the defense, the 2-3 do when that ball is on that other wing? The two top guys shift. Right. Top uh, one elbow guy goes to the ball. The other elbow guy goes to the elbow. Right. Well, that five man sets that shuffle. What we'll do is we'll send that shuffle instead of into the low post like we would do versus man, we would send them to the short corner. Okay. And then that five man, they're going to set that drift like normal, but they're setting that drift against the zone guy. Okay. And actually it works out well because when we come off of that drift, um, you have your bottom three guys. It's that, it's that wing guy on that other side. Now we're driving that gap. Is that wing guy commit to you? Or does he commit to the, the player out on a three-point line? If he, if yeah, he I've had – co- Three, you drive. Now, if you drive, you're going to be driving into the five-man defender. And if that five-man defender steps up, now we've got that short corner guy ducking in. Um, it's easier to see on the board. But but Chin works very well. We wouldn't run a lot of Princeton against the zone. Uh, anything with that, that shuffle cut, drift cut works very well.
1: Yeah. Um, they, but, just the movement through too. Yeah. If you can get movement, it, zones don't like you know, that. I and
0: agree. I, I tell you what, um, we use it as we use zone as a confidence builder. Say, hey guys, they're scared of you.
1: They right? They don't want to guard you.
0: In the middle, hey, we want the ball in a short corner, high post, and we want to skip and reverse it. If we can do that against a zone, and we can score one, two, three buckets, or get two, three easy easy looks, I like your eyes. If you're a player, your eyes should light up. Hey, no one's responsible for me. And if I get in this gap and this gap you know, we're making things happen.
1: Right. Um, I know. I, I used to love when people would zone us. Yeah. So tell, t- so tell the coaches how they can learn more about this coach.
0: Yeah. So we are actually doing a, uh, a three day live event, um, online. Um, it's a, it's a three day Princeton offense mastermind. Um, if you go to teach hoops, princeton.com, um, and sign up and register there, it'll either, if it, depending on when you're, Listening to this podcast, it might be a wait list because we're only going to do a couple a year. Okay, uh, we did three or four this last year. We're Probably going to do one or you know one now, maybe one or two next year. So it may say um, wait list or um, or register. Either way, put your name and email in there, um, and we will email you when this is happening. We're actually going to be doing this in about a month, so middle of September twenty twenty. Okay. Yep, um, we're going to be doing this. It's going to be live, um, either on Facebook or YouTube. I'll let you know at the time. Okay, um, but we're going to be doing it live. Um, and you'll be able to ask questions. So I'm going to go through a lot of what we're teaching. And then if you have questions, I will, I will teach as much Princeton as I can at, at a foundational level um, so, that, so that if you're new to it, you can uh, um, say, hey, you know, this, this is going to work for me. I, I, I see that now I can – now my – I see how my players, even though they're not these kind of players, can play in it.
1: Right. And I think it's going to be great. It's going to be like, yeah, it will be great because you'll be able to ask questions and it's not going yeah. to be a 15 minute thing. You're going to know if you want to run this or not. Sure, um, I know coach is teasing me off the air that I, he's going to convince me to run it next year. So we'll see. I, I, <laughs> there's a, there's a possibility. There's a reason we're doing this. So um, well, thank you, coach. I appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Thanks hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this. If you are maybe go over and check out coach Collins's other podcasts, Teacher side gig and high school hoops. Um, subscribe like leave a five-star review maybe and then uh also you can go over check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better all right have a great day
0: sports social podcast network it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash